Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Tuesday here in Sin City, and you are watching Wager Talk. Welcome on the Sports Grid TV Network. Welcome Zumo viewers. Welcome Stir viewers. Welcome Pluto TV viewers. More than 20 million active users. Welcome iHeartRadio Network listeners and all of our podcast outlets listeners. This is your Sports Central for betters. I'm Ted Savransky, a.k.a. Teddy Covers, at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. I'm joined by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. And let's get right into it, Ralph. There is a ton to talk about. We have a loaded show. We'll start with bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. We're going to break down all the big line movers in NBA and college hoops action for tonight. Take a look at the NFL uh, slate for the coming weekend. We'll talk a little bowls deep dive in segment four. We'll talk bowls. So stay tuned. We have a loaded show. Let's get into it with a little Monday night football recap. And as far as drama goes, Ralph, basically there was none. (laughs) No drama for the side. No drama for the total. No drama for the props. If you bet any Colts. Props over, you lost. Doesn't matter if you had Brissett, you had Marlon Mack, you had T.Y. Hilton. Nobody went over for Indy. If you bet anyone for New Orleans over, they pretty much went over. Whether it was Breeze passing yards, Breeze touchdowns, Kamara rushing yards, Thomas receiving yards, 105, no problem. He got there with room to spare. For Monday Night Football, not a lot of drama. It was a night of celebration for Drew Breeze's longtime records. He broke a couple of them last night, but for betters, not much drama there, Ralph. Saints and under, wire to wire. A celebration, Teddy, or a coronation. Uh, you know, that was something. 29 of 30 and setting the TD record. Uh, it, it really just was a party in New Orleans. And it felt a little like Mardi Gras at the end of the fourth quarter. We talked yesterday. You know, I gave you two options. The Saints were 2-8 and eight as a home favorite their previous 10. Or I brought in a system talking about how a very good team this late in the year off a loss as a, as a home team like they were, uh, what a good record they had. And the Saints were obviously the latter of the two. Yeah, they sure were. Andy, uh, I mean, I don't know there was a, much the Colts could do last night. It felt like one of those games where Drew Brees is just going to get his way. My question to you moving forward. Where do you have the Saints in the playoff picture? Are they the team to beat coming out of the NFC this year? Or do you have somebody else at the top of your list? I have San Francisco 1A and I have them 1B. I have them one point. Uh, I have them. I had them a half point. So they're somewhere between a half point or a point below San Francisco in my books. Sure. In my mind, where that game gets played, if it gets played, is likely to have a huge impact. The Saints in the playoffs at home, a very different team than they are in the playoffs on the road. And, of course, San Francisco, if they win out, they will secure the number one seed. And if those two teams play, it'll be at Levi Stadium. Lots to talk about in hoops from last night. There were some exciting games and some bizarre finishes. Uh, Let's talk about, I think, what is the lead story. The Bucs had an 18-game winning streak last night. Going into last night's game, they were playing a Mavs team without their all-star starting point guard in Luka Doncic. No, Luca, no problem. Mavs win pretty much wire to wire straight up at Milwaukee. Bucks made a run in the fourth. Wasn't enough. Impressive victory for Dallas without their best player. 
Well, you're talking about one of the best road teams in in the NBA. Mavs now 10 and 2 straight up in ATS on the road and going back to last year they are now 18 and 3 against the spread away from home. That is a decent sample size and a track record worth considering the next time Dallas plays a road game for Milwaukee it really felt like hey they exhaled once their opponent was without their best player. We see it happen all the time in the NBA. The team that's supposed to kill them doesn't bring their intensity. That was definitely the case last night for the Bucks. We had a legit middle in the NBA last night. If you bet the, the Blazers early, you could have got a pick them. You could have got them plus one. If you bet Phoenix late, they were up to plus two and a half. They were even plus threes out there for a little while. Suns get a four-point play from Kelly Oubre with a couple seconds left to take a two-point lead. But Damian Lillard says, uh-uh, create some magic on the final possession of the game for the Blazers. Hits a layup, gets the free throw after review. The one-point win for Portland means it landed right in the middle. This was a legit middle last night in a thriller down in Phoenix. You know, it was a game that Portland trailed 49-33 to in the second quarter, but it was the same Portland squad that had won 11 straight against Phoenix, so they had confidence, and it showed down the stretch. Yeah, and, you know, the uh, Blazers had a bunch of guys get hot in the second half of that ball game, and when Lillard and McCollum are both hitting and Mello's draining threes, they can be a tough team to beat, as the Suns found out last night. Nonetheless, that game, betting skills trumped handicapping skills. Hopefully, you're on the right side of that middle, whichever side. You bet it. We got to talk some college hoops here. The Cal Santa Barbara-Idaho State game that uh, Arthur DeCesar uh, and I were arguing about yesterday. We both ended up cashing our tickets. I laid five and a half. He had seven in pocket. Game ends up with UCSB winning by six in overtime. Dream scenario right there, regardless of which side you had, as long as you bet it appropriately. Absolutely. And we talk about it often. You know, just because a line moves doesn't mean you always get the right move, but we talk about when to bet a lot of games here. So hopefully those people are paying attention. UTEP last night. This is the, this is when you know a team has value. The final possession for UTEP, they missed two free throws. The final possession for their opponent, they drain a three. UTEP still covers. Uh, they win by seven, uh, 18. They were laying 17 uh, at tip-off. And that's when you know a team still has value, Ralph, when the last minute goes as bad as it can go. And you still cover the ticket, and you still cover your wager with the Miners. Would you agree with that assessment, UTEP? And teams in general can survive a bad final minute when they still have value in the betting markets. Yeah, I had a team yesterday that didn't survive that final minute. As you know, Loyola gave up a 45-footer at the buzzer, and UC Davis uh, covered and was trailing for the first time all, all game. But, you know, I like those teams in those many four-game tournaments. UTEP was at home in the UTEP tournament. They play against tonight against Irvine. I am a big fan of those teams in those many four-gamers. Yeah, I got no problem with UTEP tonight either. Loyola blows that 18-point lead last night, Ralph. That was rough with UC Davis hitting the 45-foot three-pointer at the buzzer. No doubt about that one. Line movers coming up next. Stay on the grid.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. So, Wager Talk is a relatively new show. We've only been around a couple of months. And we're trying to build an audience. We really are. Free content every day, uh, obviously. And we're trying to give you good free content every day. <laughs> so, we need your help. It's real simple. Find us on YouTube and follow at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Again, Sports Grid Network on YouTube. And, of course, check us out on Instagram at Sports Grid Network. TV Again, at SportsGrid TV on Instagram. We appreciate all the follows. We appreciate all the likes. We appreciate all the retweets. And we need them to make this show what it can be, which is the best show in the sports betting universe. I think we're capable of giving that on a daily basis. We need your help. Thank you. Let's talk line movers here on a Tuesday. We've got NABA, college hoops, NFL to discuss. Let's start in the association, because this one surprised me. All right. The Kings have been playing good basketball. They're getting their point guard back tonight. Aaron Fox, who's been out uh, for the last couple of weeks, he's been upgraded to probable to make his return tonight. Charlotte has not been playing great ball. Certainly not the last couple of games. They uh, struggled to get to 85. In fact, they didn't get to 85 in their last two games. And yet Charlotte's still taking money tonight against 
these Sacramento Kings. Nicholas Batum may be back in the lineup. I can't fathom who's betting the Hornets. Do you know, Ralph? I don't, Teddy. And the important thing to look at when you have these road favorites that, you know, our team's improving, are they good enough to win on the road? Well, Sacramento six and nine straight up away from home. But when I look at what they've done as an away favorite this year, they're three and oh, as an away favorite, they've covered by 19 and a half, nine and a half and 16 and a half. So three pretty comfortable covers, although that first game with the point guard back in the lineup can sometimes be a transition. Perhaps that's what the markets are reacting to, the money showing for Charlotte. No surprise with the money showing in the next NBA game we're going to talk about. Nobody wants the New Orleans Pelicans right now, a team that is an absolute free fall. Alvin Gentry's job is hold is pretty tenuous at this stage. And let's be honest. You know, we're a third of the way into the season, and the Pelican season is spoiled. They're 6-21 and 21 right now. They've lost, what, a dozen in a row. Nets got off the schneid with a nice win over Philly, snapping a two-game skid. Of course, the 76ers didn't have Embiid in that contest. Lots of Brooklyn money showing again tonight in New Orleans. When a team is in a free fall like the Pelicans, having lost 12 straight, as you mentioned, going 2-10 and 10 against the spread in that run, those two games they covered by a half point and by one and a half points, it's fade the Pelicans or pass. And that's what the markets are saying today, most assuredly. Let's talk one more in the association. Another point guard returning from injury. This one not as long. Uh, Mike Conley's been out, I think, the last five games uh, for Utah He's expected to return tonight, and no surprise, with Conley back on the floor, the Jazz and the over are both taking money. It is worth noting with Utah, you look at their la- the last five weeks, the last team they beat with a winning record was Brooklyn back in mid-November. Their last eight wins have all come against bottom feeders that don't play defense, the Memphises and the Golden States and the Minnesotas and the New Orleans of the world, and yet Utah and over taking money tonight with Mike Conley expected back in the lineup against the Orlando Magic. Well, the Magic 4-1, and one, their last five road games, they covered all five games playing well away from home. Uh, I actually lean with Utah, though. I think they're a team that's going to make a run here with their pieces back. Yeah, Orlando got a key piece back in uh, Nikola Vujovic. Uh, he had 20 points in the win over New Orleans early in the week. As for the Jazz, I'm not convinced. I mean, I've said this a bunch of times already, but I mean, last five, Utah's got still got great defensive stats for the season. The last five games, they've given up 48% shooting. I'm not sold on the Jazz at all right now as a team I want to be laying points with. So, college hoops. We're seeing uh, San Fran took money against the Pac 12 last week, and they're taking money against the Pac 12 tonight. The Dons, a short road trip over to Palo Alto and the farm. Taking on Stanford. That one opened Stanford minus eight. We're seeing Stanford minus five right now. Wise guys pounding the Dons in this one. Yeah, you know, what do you have with Stanford? <laughs> Excuse me, you don't know. You have a nine and one record, but you've played the number 337 schedule. There's 353 teams, so you've played one of the weakest schedules. You've only played two teams in the top 150. You beat Oklahoma, you lost to Butler, San Fran, one of those teams. I actually agree with the line move. Yeah, I wasn't surprised at all, but the intensity of the line move was the one that surprised me. You know, I go to bed pretty late. This was eight everywhere last night. It didn't have, and it didn't have a hint that it was going to go down. You know, you wake up. I'm, I'm at my desk at 7 a.m. Uh, at the latest, <laughs> uh, pretty much every day. 
uh, unfortunately, for my social life. Uh, but I'm at the desk, you know, and at 7 a.m. It was, you know, sitting at 5 everywhere. So uh, there was not just one salvo. There were multiple salvos uh, on San Fran plus the point into the overnight hours. Uh, let's talk one more in college hoops. And this one in Brooklyn, a neutral site classic at the Barclays Center. The Florida Gators and the Providence Friars. And the early money has shown for Florida in that one. This one on ESPN2 tonight. I have a big circle around Florida, Teddy. Remember, this was a team that was AP number six to start the year. Lost to Florida State, lost to UConn, just lost to Butler. But you have an All-American in Kerry Blackshear. You got Mike White, who's going to turn this team around. When Florida turns that corner, be it tonight or next game, uh, I have a circle the wagons on the Florida Gators. So there's a potential bet on team moving forward is what we're talking about with Florida right now. I don't disagree with that. And the markets don't disagree with that either. Gators four and a half with fives popping up at several leading indicator books, which tells me the market's likely to continue moving towards Florida in the hours to come. Let's talk a little NFL line movers, early week action. We'll talk about some Bengals. Is this Bengals love? It can't be Bengals love. It's just got to be fading Miami where the market is saying Dolphins can't be favored. They were three uh, at the open. Not anymore. <laughs> Dolphins down to one, one and a half over a Cincinnati team that, hey, they played even with the Patriots for a half last week. Of course, they didn't play even with the Patriots in the second half. Andy Dalton was throwing picks. Miami, however, really weird state of their offensive line. Their two starting guards from week 14 got benched and deactivated in week 15. They started a pair of rookies at uh, right guard and left guard last week, and it showed. Miami, chalk, the markets say not so much. Cincy taking the early week money. I went to the d database, Teddy, going back to 1989. So we have 30 years. In the last two weeks of the season, there have only been 20 teams that have had three or fewer wins and have been a favorite games number 15 or 16. Those teams have gone 12 and 8 against the spread. Those teams this week are the Dolphins and the Redskins in that situation. I, I just think it's, it's you know, fade the Dolphins, but I just can't see backing. I can't see backing the Bengals as bad as they've they've got quarterback play going on. Yeah, I mean Andy Dalton was okay last week until he threw a pair of interceptions, both of which one was a pick six, the other one led to a Patriots score, and the route was on in that one. Nonetheless, the money's come for Cincy in early betting action this week. The money's showing for Arizona as well. They're traveling up to Seattle, and the Seahawks are coming off a uh, bad game. <laughs> and yet, uh, not a bad game, but not one of their better games. You know, certainly the defense got gashed against Carolina, but the markets are looking at that Seahawks injury report and going, uh-oh, this team is banged up, really banged up. Six defensive starters were off the field last week in the second half against Carolina, and it doesn't look like a lot of those guys are going to be healthy this week either. The early money on Arizona. Yeah, Seahawks without Clowney, without Anza, so you're without both defensive ends. Your starting linebacker Kendricks is out. Your starter and cornerback Griffin is out. And then you probably lose the most important player on the team, Bobby Wagner. Oh, yeah, and then your safety Diggs is out as well. So uh, it's going to be the next man up. And uh, NFL teams aren't quite that deep to be able to replace six starters on the defensive side. 
Yeah, yeah, it's hard to replace six starters in December. But, of course, let's not forget the Seahawks are playing for a lot. Although, the bigger game for Seattle next week against San Fran, as opposed to this week against Arizona, the game against the Niners likely to decide the NFC West division title. When we come back, big game breakdown. Stay on the grid. Wager Talk continues. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL, DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournament in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily fantasy hockey without using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
It's time for Big Game Breakdowns. Ralph, there's a ton to talk about. We'll talk some college hoops. We'll talk some NBA. And we'll take a look ahead at Saturday's NFL slate as well. Let's start in college hoops. A couple of TV games to talk about. Uh, this one on Fox Sports 1, FS1 tonight. Creighton, minus three and a half. Total 153 and a half against Oklahoma. A little bit of money for the Blue Jays in early betting action today. The Sooners, I bet against them on Saturday at Wichita. I was lucky to cash that bet. Although Wichita made the plays down the stretch, but Oklahoma hit multiple threes in the final minute, which make things very interesting. That being said, Lon Kruger's squad has impressed me more than once this season. And I like Oklahoma in the road dog role generally. Can Creighton beat them tonight? Can Creighton beat them by margin? What's your take, Blue Jays and the Sooners? If the game were being played in a different situation, Teddy, I would like Oklahoma. But in this setting tonight, I, I do have to give the lean with Creighton. You know, Creighton's coming off a game where they knocked off Nebraska. Not a good Big Ten team, but hey, we saw Nebraska pull an upset in in Big Ten game over the weekend. Then they had a week off and they play a casual game against UT Rio Grande Valley. They win by 45. You look at the Oklahoma side, and it's a big deal when these mid-majors get a Power 5 program to come to your home venue, especially someone you recruit against. So you're Lon Kruger. You're thinking, boy, thanks for the uh, scheduling spot, AD. We have to go to North Texas two games ago. Then on Saturday, we go to Wichita State. We we fight tooth and nail. We lose by five. And then we go to next one of the next big mid-majors, and we have to go to Omaha to face Creighton. I think it's a tough spot facing Wichita and Creighton, both in their home gyms in the setting. Yeah, I don't disagree with that, although I'm sure Kruger signed off on it. I would imagine he wanted this to be a preseason test for his team. It will be as they travel to Omaha this evening. ESPN2 tonight, the Purdue Boilermakers. Well, they had a pretty bad loss over the weekend, to put it mildly. A Nebraska team that hasn't beaten anyone. It beat up Purdue. And, of course, one of the 14 different Big Ten teams to win at home. No Big Ten team has won on the road yet in conference play. The Boilermakers get a bounce-back opportunity here. At Ohio U, on ESPN2, but all the money's coming for the Bobcats. Purdue open 10, now they're down to 8. Total, 127.5. Is something wrong with the Boilermakers, or was it just one of those games where they suffered the loss over the weekend? Well, losing Matt Harms in that game was a huge deal. Matt Harms, seven foot three, he changes the way Purdue plays defense. Purdue is an elite defensive squad, a top 10 as far as defensive efficiency goes. That's because you have a seven foot three center in the middle, clogging the lane and blocking shots, changing the way teams play offense against the Boilermakers. Ohio doesn't have to change them. Harms out tonight with a concussion. Uh, I, I think Iowa keeps it close, even with Purdue off the loss. You know, this is a team that played a pretty easy schedule as far as home and road goes. The Nebraska game was only their second true road game of the year. They lost earlier in Marquette by 10. They lose to Nebraska by 14. I think they win this game, but if I had to pick a side to bet on, I would beat Ohio. 
Uh, talking about bad losses, Teddy, you talked about Purdue off a bad loss. Well, LeBron James has played in the NBA 17 years. Does it matter that the last time he went to face the Pacers, he lost by over 40 points, the worst loss in his 17-year NBA career? It might matter. <laughs> it might matter a fair bit, especially with the quotes coming out of the Lakers locker room where Frank Vogel's like, look, we've been playing on this road trip. We're going to lose if we keep playing like this. And I don't disagree with them. The Lakers have looked flat and lethargic for extended stretches. They had a bad first half against Miami. They had a bad game in Atlanta, lucky to get away uh, with the win. And of course, every team that faces the Lakers is likely to bring their A game. This is a marquee matchup. So the Lakers are going to have to bring a, turn it up a notch. Of course, they talked about that already. The injury report, a big concern here tonight. And this line has been wiggling around as a result of the injury concerns. We'll call the Lakers minus four right now, total of 211 at Indiana. And the Pacers are playing good ball. They're 11 and three, their last 14 games. And again, they don't even have Oladipo back yet. I, I, I've got nothing but buy signs in Indiana. I've been very impressed with that team over the first couple of months of the campaign. But the Lakers are at a different level. You know, the Lakers are playing championship-level basketball despite their lack of intensity during this road trip. Anthony Davis is a question mark for tonight. That's something you're probably going to want to know if you're going to bet the game one way or the other. And it's officially a questionable. Kuzma not going to play for L.A. tonight, although they are likely to have Rajon Rondo back in the lineup. He's been dealing with a sore hamstring. But the money is going to move based on the Davis injury information. If he plays, the Lakers will take money. If he doesn't play, the money will come towards Indiana. So be aware before you bet this one. This one is likely to move one way or the other in the last hour before it tip off. We, we transition. We were talking about a game where the Lakers and the Pacers have a combined 42 wins. Now we're going to talk about two teams that are both 6-21. and 21. Someone's got to be the favorite. That's the Knicks at home. They're a one-and-a-half-point favorite against the Hawks. I am excited to hear who you like in this game. Well, and so it's interesting, all right? You know, and the Knicks are bet up now. The one-and-a-halves are mostly gone. The line is moving to two. And I, I wanted to bring this game up, number one, because there wasn't a second marquee game uh, on the schedule for tonight. But two, the Knicks are laying points, okay? When you get a chance to bet against the Knicks laying points, you might want to do that. Uh, all that being said, great right now. Of course, the Knicks are not only uh, uh, laying points, they're laying points after playing well on their road trip and stealing a game in Sacramento to close out the road trip. They've covered four to five since Mike Miller took over. The Hawks are having a rough time right now on the defensive end of the court. I wasn't tempted. I really wasn't tempted, but I thought about laying with the Knicks in this one. I'm not going to do it. And I'm not, I, I, I'm not willing to do it given the spot. As they return home off a long, successful road trip, that's not where I want to be betting and laying points with the Knickerbockers. But there's a little spark in their step. There's a little spirit in their step that the Hawks haven't had in recent weeks. And Kevin Herter banged up again for Atlanta. Not sure if he's going to be able to go tonight, but he's been a non-factor since returning from injury, and he's someone who they absolutely rely on on a team that doesn't have nearly as many weapons as perhaps Lloyd Pierce might like. Eddie, since November 11th, 2018, the Knicks are 2-6 and six as a favorite. 
one of those wins, their last game against the Cavs, where they were laying five and a half and blew them out 123 to 105. As you said, no Thursday night NFL. There are three games this Saturday. Let's dive into those. The Houston Texans coming off that big win at Tennessee, now playing a second straight road game. They are laying a field goal, a total of 50 and a half at Tampa Bay. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, the Bucks injury report is really ugly. Cluster injuries in the secondary, okay? And you're going against the Texans team that, oh, by the way, <laughs> you know, they got healthy at wide receiver. You think Will Fuller makes a difference for them at wide receiver? Impact player for them last week. And when you have Fuller and Hopkins and Stills all together healthy in that lineup, that's a scary prospect for a Buccaneers secondary that has been torched and really doesn't have a whole lot of healthy players. Then you look on the offensive side for Tampa Bay. And, I mean, it's been uh, a James Winston on pace to lead the league in yardage, lead the league in interceptions, which doesn't happen very often. But Winston will now be playing without not just his top target, his top two targets. It looked like Chris Godwin's going to go this week, and he's had a monster year. Mike Evans already out. And that's certainly a concern. That's why we've seen all of this Texans money, the injury report for Tampa. Their receivers are banged up. Their secondary is banged up. And, of course, the Texans are now in, quote-unquote, must-win, which means they're going to be priced like a must-win team. Bill O'Brien, one win away from getting his fourth division title in the last five years, which is kind of surprising when you think about it. He's a coach who we rip all the time, and yet his teams, at least in the regular season, have been owning the AFC South. We talk about defense traveling. Well, that's why the Bills are 9-0-1 against the spread, their last 10 road games. They take on New England, the New England Patriots, 6.5, 38.5. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get to the window betting against the Patriots in Foxborough at this time of the year. And yet, even last week in victory over Cincinnati, the flaws for the Patriots' offense were on full display, and frankly, you know, the defense got gassed on the ground in that game, and that's not necessarily a good sign moving forward. All Buffalo has done all year, you talked about it, Ralph, go on the road and win games and cover points. Where They've won at Pittsburgh, they've won at Dallas, uh, they've won at Tennessee. Maybe they can win here. Doesn't happen very often, but maybe they'll get there. When we come back, deep dive, we'll talk Bowl betting 101 right here on Wager Talk. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. So on Friday, as we do our show, Wager Talk, right here on the Sports Grid TV Network, the first bowl will be being played as we're on air. It's going to be Buffalo-Charlotte. And after that game, there will be, what, like 38 more bowls over the course uh, of the next two, two and a half weeks. It's a bowl extravaganza. And college bowls are different. They really are. If you bet the NFL playoffs and you have a bad read, You'll lose a couple of games, and that'll be that. You know, you'll lose Super Bowl, and maybe you lose five bets. If you have a bad read in the NCAA tournament, number one, a lot of those games are going to be coin flips. You'll win a couple randomly anyway <laughs> on free throws and three-pointers at the buzzer. And you have, a, you know, you might, there's more chance to win games randomly, I think, during March Madness. In bowl season, when you're off, you just get clocked. For uh, the first week, and then you clock the second week, and then you get clocked the third week. And there are all these games that are on TV every night. It can be, instead of a flick to your bankroll, it can be a smack to your bankroll. So Ralph and I are here to help you. That's our job. Let's talk bowl betting 101. And we'll probably do some 102 stuff, too, because I don't like just beginners, the basic beginners. But when it comes to bowl betting 101, Ralph, what's the very first piece of advice you would give to someone doing this for the first time? Dogs over the last four years are 56 percent. You you don't have teams, you know, you have teams that are you're 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 matched more than you are in paper and you're looking at situations where teams continue to play an undermatched team tries trick plays coaches get a little more casual early also early in the bowl season you're going to see a lot more overs than unders i mean it happens nine out of ten years but 
as we get into the competitives where we have the conference, the Power Five conferences, one, two, and threes lining up, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Those bowls, 10, 8 out of 10 years, have gone under. So simple advice, nothing to base plays on, but you have to make that adjustment in your head. Fun bowls early, much more serious bowls later. Yeah, and that's a really important note. There's a lot of nuance to bowl season. And we talk a lot about conference affiliation, you know, the struggles the Pac-12 has had, the struggles the MAC has had, uh, in uh, the struggles the American Athletic Conference, the AAC has had in recent bowl seasons. But when it comes to the early bowl games versus the meaty bowl games, let's call them, beware the good teams that play later, even if the bad teams from a conference get killed, ATS. You see this in March Madness as well. Where you're like, oh, this conference is terrible. Yeah, but they had the two good teams, and then the two good teams end up making a run to the Elite Eight. You'll see the same thing in bowl season, but they don't get runs to make runs to the Elite Eight. But you'll see the weaker teams from any given conference can struggle. That doesn't mean that the good teams from that conference will struggle when they get their opportunities later in bowl season. Agree, Ralph? Oh, I, Daddy, I, a perfect example, I think, is looking back at last, last March Madness. Everybody ripped the Pac-12. What happened? Look when look what Oregon did. Look what those teams did. The teams that got in advanced. So yes, don't don't you can't handicap a conference. You can only handicap teams in conferences. And yes, the Pac-12 may be three and seventeen against the spread the last three years, and the MAC may be thirty-three percent against the spread. But again, you still have to handicap individual teams in that conference and not have the sure. overall conference bias. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Let's talk about bad point spread teams. Um, you know, there are a number of them uh, on the slate this year. Michigan State, I believe, is the worst uh, point spread team of all the bowlers. They only had three point spread coverage, but there are plenty more. Florida State was bad. Uh, I can go on and on down the line with teams that covered four uh, or fewer point spreads for the season. Those are teams that come into bowl season without any kind of betting bandwagon. All right. There's not a natural groundswell of support for those teams. And no surprise. Ralph, historically, the bad, the very worst ATS teams against the spread teams in the regular season that were good enough to make bowls end up being bet on teams in the bowl game because they don't have a betting bandwagon. Agree or disagree? Totally agree. You, you look at teams that people remember losing money on Michigan State as a favorite. Michigan State as a favorite. Well, the line gets adjusted. Michigan State's playing a non-conference team that doesn't know their defense. Uh, I have one example, Teddy. This is just a, a portion of what you've talked about. But teams that come in off three straight ATS losses, fail to cover, fail to cover, fail to cover each of their last three games, since 2010, so we have a nine-year system, they've gone 40 and 27, 59.7%. So a 60% system just by easily betting on teams that failed to cover their last three games, two of them this year fit that mold, BYU against Hawaii and Iowa State against Notre Dame. All right, well, I like BYU against Hawaii, so that makes uh, – uh, I like the cut of your jib with that one, uh, Ralph. Of all the advice we're going to give about bowls, this is the most important piece right here. Don't bet every game. Don't even try. All right. I know they're all on TV. I know that they're during the holiday season where a lot of people have time off. And I understand that 
with the exception of like uh, the New Year's Day, most of the games don't go against each other. So a lot of single event games for people to be betting on. You can't beat this if you're betting every game, Ralph, can you? Or is there some kind of system that people can do and get away with betting everything and finding a way to eke out a profit or at least not to lose a whole lot? My suggestion is this, Teddy. You have a lot of games on all day long in weird times. Enter a bowl pool. Spend $25, enter a bowl pool, so you have your action on those games you don't want to bet, and it's not forcing you to bet a game to have interest in that game. 36 bowls last year, Teddy, so that's 36 sides, 36 totals, 72 potential plays. I had my best bowl season ever last year. I went 10-0, 10 plays out of 76 options. Yeah, and uh, that's, again, appropriate. I, I'm usually in the 12 to 15 range. During bowl season, kudos on a great bowl season last year, Ralph. Now you got to do it again in front of the cameras. That's the key. Uh, but uh, that's shameless, a shameless, a shameless plug in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. No pressure. Uh, you just got to you got to do better than the ten and zero you did last year. But again, that's fairly typical. 10, 12, 15 of these games, twenty plus. I'm not going to bet side. I'm not going to bet total. I'm not going to bet money line. I'm not going to bet in game. The ability to pass is the single biggest edge that bettors have over bookmakers. They have to put a lineup for every game. We don't have to bet on every game. Eddie, one more point to that note. Yeah. Remember, 38 bowl games, that's less than a normal Saturday in college football. There are 50-some games on a normal Saturday. So we are taking... We are taking 70% of a normal Saturday, and we're spreading it out over 20 days. The total amount of plays should be almost what you're betting on a Saturday. Yeah, and again, you're allowed to up it. You just don't want to yeah, bet absolutely. them all or close to all of them. You know, it is what it is. So I want to ask you this. All right, when I first moved to Vegas, my first football season out here was 1998. And... I didn't know much about, I already gave the story of my disastrous bowl season, but I wasn't an experienced bowl better. I wasn't a good bowl better. And the piece of advice that I got from people I respected right off the bat was just fade the public, fade the public in bowl season. It'll work. Fade the public in bowl season. It'll work. And it did work. It worked fairly well for decade plus. I haven't seen it working in recent years. Do you think that fading the public is a legitimate bull strategy for 2019 or is fading the public going to result in a lot of coin flips? When we get to the bulls, Teddy, I just look at each game individually and I don't even look at the markets. You know, we talked about it in college basketball earlier in the season. Yeah, some sharps may know more than Vegas and move the lines. There's so much public money in the bowl games that I don't even worry about fading the public. I'll say this. I mentioned this here on the show. We're going to mention it again. I am an advocate of betting teams that are six and six. Well, a lot of times teams and publics look at records. Well, how can a nine-win team be a dog to a six-win team? That's just crazy. You know, and it's a public play betting the nine-win team. Or how can this team be a favorite over this team? They play in a much better conference. So, uh, you know, I I don't put much into that. I don't worry about what the public perception is or where the percentage of dollars are going. I, I just I just stick with my true and tried system. So no help to you there, Teddy. <laughs> That's fair enough. But it's a, let's talk about the mental aspect of bowl season, because this is important. All right. Every year, there's going to be 
one or two ridiculous comebacks. There's going to be one or two ridiculous bad beats. There's still people bitching about the Belk Bowl from nine years ago, myself included. Uh, you know, uh, it happens every year during bowl season. All right. How do betters maintain their focus and maintain their zen and their calmness when the bad beats hit? Because it's inevitable. There's going to be a brutal beat, and there's going to be some team that rallies back from five touchdowns down this bowl season. And you get one or two of those every year. Are you talking about Cincinnati giving up a touchdown and giving up a pick six and two scores in the last 30 seconds of the game? <laughs> is that Duke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. Duke was going in for the win. Yeah, I, I, yeah. it was. That, that, yes. I, I was on that too, Teddy. So um, We all were. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, we saw what Central Western a couple years ago, right? In the Bahamas Bowl or in one of the Florida Bowls had one of those West crazy Kentucky, comebacks. Yeah, 49 to 7. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it is going to happen and you just have to treat it, it like any, I don't get caught into uh, up into that because I, I treat the bowls two separate seasons. I talked about pre new year's day and post new year's day. Well, I basically have an idea of what I'm going to bet right now. I have my list made out and some games I may not get to the window because I'm waiting to read those last quotes Read to see who's going to get suspended. You still have to keep up with news, even though these guys are only playing one more game and the game may be two weeks down the road. Finals just ended. We're going to have at least 10 meaningful players suspended. So uh, take it with a grain of salt off a bad loss. Don't let it affect a game that you liked and perhaps you're not going to bet because of it. And also don't force a game because of that situation. Excellent advice uh, from Ralph Michaels. We're still here deep diving, bowl betting 101. Let's talk about coordinators because the head coaching carousel gets all the headlines and deserves to. And there's lots of bowling teams that are going to lose their coach either before or after the game. But it's the coordinators who are designing game plans that the coordinators are every bit as much on the move as the coaches are, Ralph. Do coordinators matter as much than coaches, more than coaches? Where do you track those changes? To me, more. I think the coordinator, as long as the coordinator is calling the plays, if the head coach is calling the plays, obviously, you know, he's doing the double duty. Uh, you know, it's like anything else. It depends how well the team is prepared, how well the coordinators have handled their transition, what the process is with the coach, how much the coordinators were liked. But I'll also tell you this, you know, Probably five years ago, six years ago, Arkansas State was without their head coach, their OC, their DC, and their special teams coach. They brought back alumni to help them coach the bowl. I bet against them, and they won and covered that bowl by two touchdowns. So it, it, it can happen. Uh, and there are exceptions to every rule, Ralph, like this one the class, and I'm going to talk about in game betting here. Because in these class versus class games, the early games, you find some wild rallies. When you get the class versus class game, the team that gets killed in the first half usually gets killed in the second half, too. Agree? I do. I think that's a good point that more often than not, you know, don't get caught up by these one teams that comes back 35 points in the second half. For the most part, much more so in bowls than in the regular season. First half winner equals second half winner. Sure does. When we come back here on Wager Talk. Ralph's got bowl betting stories. Stay tuned. Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. We're here in the home stretch of Wait Talk on a Tuesday. Let's call this Betting 101. And Ralph, I lied before the break. I said you had a bull story to tell. You don't have a bull story to tell. You just want to talk about TNA. Not that kind of TNA. Trends and angles. What do we have for bowl season? You have two doozies that our viewers and listeners need to know about. I do have to tell our viewers that one of the producers came on and, and said, Teddy, we get so excited when you say to the home stretch that you didn't say it a couple times last week that the producer in our ear is saying, what's going on? Why aren't you saying that? So uh, it's becoming iconic, Teddy. We appreciate it. So, And I stole uh, it. I, 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 that's, that's an homage. To, and I, I have to give credit to who it's from. Uh, that's Marty Lang, who used to do that for the final segment at the Stardust line. Uh, back in Vegas, back in the day. So I stole it from him for the last segment, and I like it. So I'm going to keep using it. Thanks, Artie. Appreciate it. Teddy, we know motivation is the key to handicapping bowls. 
Teams that are six and six are more motivated to win because they can finish with a winning record. Well, how about teams that are coming off a very poor year? That means you're more motivated. Why are you more motivated? Well, you might have had one or two or three wins last year, and now you're going to a bowl. Those seniors remember that work for two years. They have done very well. So since 1980, we've got a nice sample size of 30 years. Bowl teams that had one or zero wins the previous season, obviously there's not that many of them, but they've gone 12-3 and three against the spread. That's Central Michigan against San Diego State. So you have a team that was as bad as it gets. Now they're going to a bowl, and they're able to go to a, a bowl destination, get bowl gifts, get those extra practices, 12-3. and three. Same thing since 2006 for teams that had three or fewer wins last year. They have gone 31 and 14, 69%. The last three years, 16 and two against the spread. Kent State, Central Michigan, Louisville, and Georgia State fall into that mix. Again, that's Kent State, Central Michigan, Louisville, and Georgia State in that 16 and two system over the last three years. Ralph's dishing out the goods. We're done dishing out the goods. Stay tuned for At the Window with Drew Martin and Sean Guastamacchia coming up right now on the Sports Grid TV Network. Stay on the grid.